You've just accessed Shekinah glory, the place where God dwells among His people. Prepare now to receive the Lord as Pastor Rex Ricks connects you to the power of God through the prophetic revelatory preaching and teaching of the Word of the Kingdom of God. Experience the revelation of Jesus Christ on another level from the place where God dwells among His people. Now, hear the Word of the Lord. Recognizing, somebody say, recognizing the spirit of jealousy. Amen. So we want to know um, where this spirit comes from. Now, just from an English standpoint, you can write this down. Jealousy is defined as a complex emotion marked by insecurity and fearing the loss of something important. It's a complex emotion marked by insecurity and fearing the loss of something important. It is highlighted by feelings of abandonment and anger. You have that? Add this to it. It's, it's resentment against a person enjoying success, enjoying life, someone who is self-assured, and you can say etc. <laughs> it's resentment against a person enjoying success, enjoying life, people who are confident, people who are self-assured. It's having a mental uneasiness from suspicion. This is good. And see, the reason uh, why we want to know this because sometimes we can be acting out and it's not always intentional, but uh, what we're going to learn in a minute that there are a couple types of jealousies. Well, let me give you this and, and I'll explain that in a second. Um, so it's, it's resentment against a person enjoying success, enjoying life, self-assured, etc. It's mental, it's having a mental uneasiness from suspicion. Jealous people are always suspicious. And I would write this down in, uh, or just give attention to this. You don't have to write it down. It's on the CD. But jealousy and, and envy are emotions we all feel from time to time, or perhaps some have felt from time to time. But if they are allowed to become dominant in our lives, they warp our perspectives. They keep us from realizing, realizing excuse me, our full potential and can lead, and this is true, and can lead us into destructive behavior. Without question, jealousy and envy impede our spiritual growth and maturity. Yes, they do. Without question, jealousy and envy will impede or impedes our spiritual growth and maturity. And I trust that you are the type of believer that, that would be true to yourself and say, Lord, if this is me, let me make the necessary changes. Now, earlier I mentioned, or a few minutes ago I mentioned that there, and there may be more, but I'm, I'm going to give you two definite types of way how uh, people, how jealousy can come. Number one, this earthly type of humanistic or human type of jealousy, uh, which can be born in our adolescent years, our young adult years, as well as our adult years. There's this human type of jealousy that's that could be born out of our, listen to this, our adolescent years, young adults as well as adults. Then there is, and this is the area, and we're focusing on both but more on this particular one. Then there is this demonic type of jealousy that comes from having been offended. 
Now, it's important to understand both of these because they both come, men of God, or they both stem from having a warp perception, be it maybe what you heard as a child or what you, and because of my perception about that thing was wrong, maybe you heard uh, mama and them always talk negative or you, you was in a negative environment or uh, people talking about people or putting down other people. So it, out of that warped sense of perception, guess what? I'm growing up, I grew up jealous. Then there's this jealousy, that, again, that comes from uh, being offended. So that's why, that's why we're using the term spirit of jealousy because it is a spirit. And just to give you a nugget, that's why it's, it's so important especially to parents and individuals as people of influence, that we watch what we say, how we say it, where we say it, who we say it around. And this is not a prideful statement. It's not an arrogant statement. But because all I seen my father do and mother, but father do was bless people, Crystal, it's not hard for me. It's easy for me to bless another man, to applaud another man, and not be jealous of the success of another man or woman because I, I couldn't identify, Sister Moore, with them hating or talking down about people. So I, I never understood being jealous. Even as a person, there's not a person, there's not a person in this world that, that I'm jealous of. And, and we, we shouldn't be because when you embrace your own individuality, there's no need to be inferior or intimidated by anybody else because you understand, man of God, who you are and you are secure in who you are. As a matter of fact, a good indicator that lets you know that people aren't secure uh, in themselves is because the majority patterns themselves after everybody else. But those of us who take the role that's uncommon we're considered strange. We're considered weird. We're considered, but to those of us who understand, no, you understand who you are. You are an outside-of-the-box kind of thinker, kind of person. You understand who you are. So the important thing to remember is that they both stem from having a warp perception. This is important because we've seen in Matthew 6, when the eye is bad, your perception is, when the perception is bad, Sister McCain, the whole body is full of darkness. So you can be raised without even knowing it and not even know, why am I so negative? Why do I talk about, what, why does it, especially people you know, and a good sign of people that you know, be it in the church or outside, who, who's seemingly advancing, if that bothers you, that's a good sign that there's some jealousy residing on the inside. That's why it's easy for people like that, Crystal, to bless. They are blessed people who seem inferior or beneath them. But I would never bless anybody who has more than me or somebody who seems to have it going on because you intimidate me. But the man who's on the street corner, who's begging, now I give him a dollar. But the man who has or the woman who has, man, this is a serious subject and it's demonic. So first point, write this down. There is, there is such a thing called the spirit of jealousy. What's the first point? Okay, now, and I want you to read this in your leisure. It's good to read, but in numbers, 
New King James Version, chapter 5, give me verses 14 and 15. Moses is going over various laws, giving Israel instructions. In this particular portion of those instructions, uh, he's dealing with uh, if a man perhaps is suspicious of his wife being caught in adultery or if he actually catches her in adultery. And there was this purification uh, process that he would take her to the priest, that the priest would walk her through. And he would, would when they would get to the water cleansing part, he would say, you know, uh, X, Y, Z. And, and she would say, okay, or amen, or I receive whatever she would say, right? Well, it's in the scripture. Uh, and so what happened, if she was guilty, then her thighs would rot and her stomach would be bloated. This is right all in this passage of scripture. But if she was found innocent, nothing would happen. Thank God for grace. So if she was found guilty, her thighs would rot and her stomach would become inflamed. It would just, just blow up. All that's in here. But the reason I wanted to go here to show you that jealousy has been identified in scripture as a spirit. If the spirit of jealousy comes upon him and he becomes jealous of his wife who has defiled herself, meaning uh, she's messed around, or if the spirit of jealousy comes upon and he becomes jealous of his wife, although she has not defiled herself, that, that go that suspicious spirit. Listen, out of sight, out of mind. Let me, because here's the thing, if you dig for something, you, you, you might, and, and here's the thing, if, if, if your sense of reality is already warped, it will be whatever you want it to be even though it's not the truth. That's the, I promise you, man, that's why when, when you're offended and when your perception is off, every, what you see is not what you see, and what you hear is not what you hear. Thank you, even in the face of truth. Then the man shall bring his wife to the priest. Uh, of course, he shall bring the offering required for her, one-tenth of an ephah and a bar barley meal, uh, he shall pour no oil on it and no frankincense on it because it is a grain offering of jealousy, an offering for remembering, uh, for bringing iniquity to remembrance. If you read on down, it talks about the, the thighs and the, the stomach. But the, what I want to show you here is that the, the jealousy has been identified as a spirit. And we also see in the same scripture that it's suspicious. <laughs> That's why it's not good to receive an accusation. Without it being two or three crystal witnesses, is I seen it. You're not a witness if you heard it. When I say have heard, by 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 third fourth party, a witness is. See, I can't be a witness to an accident I didn't see. And we have people in the church witnessing accidents that they haven't are testifying regarding accidents or situations that they have not seen. If somebody came to you about Sister McCain, because you know her, don't receive it if at least two or three wasn't there to actually see it for themselves. And how dare us, Sister Moore, we'll run off Pete. You wasn't even there. You can't be, I don't care, you're not reliable if you was not there. I can't go on that. Okay, that's just a nugget. Proverbs 27.4. Don't receive an accusation, not that you will, but... De definitely don't see one against your man or woman of God. That's Bible. 
Don't you know people are jealous? Wrath is cruel and anger. Just give you a nugget about, you notice we just seen about the jealous husband, that wife, same thing. Just, just, not, just not men. Women can be jealous too because I have to say that because I don't want somebody living here. Oh, men are only ones jealous. You, you know that's not true. You know that's not true. Okay. Wrath is cruel and anger a great torment. But who is able to stand? You know what? Can I see this in the Amplified version? Not the, um, the regular version. Not that the regular version. Uh, wrath is cruel and anger is what? An overwhelming flood. But who is able to stand before jealousy? This is what he's saying. Nothing is harder to bear than misguided and uncontrolled anger of the fool. But jealousy is far worse. See, jealousy abides unchecked. Solomon says this way, it's as cruel as the grave, Sheol, because it has no limits. Jealousy. See, you, you can kind of control anger, but you don't want to mix the two together. That's why you see those people. Man, I like watching ID, investigation on discovery. I, I like, I love watching stuff like, to me, that's good stuff. Because, yeah, I like stuff like that. You know, people going missing or murder and stuff and they tell you, you know, I like, I like to see it play out and how they got the people. But it amazes me and they can always tell if this murder was by somebody they knew or somebody they didn't know. Now, when they get home and the man has been stabbed 79 times, he knew his, he knew his attacker because of that jealous rage. No, not only do you, I mean, it's bad enough that you shot him 10 times. Then you had to go back and stab him 32 more times. See, that's that jealous rage. The implication of this, the, the implication of the script of the scripture is this. Jealous is jealousy is hidden. We see it, others see it, but it's 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 hidden, Crystal. So notice I said it goes unchecked. Again, if it came by way of when I don't quite remember Sister McCain, then I don't, naturally, what are you going to think? That's not me. But, but if you feel it, you have to be true to yourself and say, well, wait a minute. Rather than denying it, being deceptive, where did this come from? Ah, that's why it's so good to when you identify, start immediately to breaking out of it. Start celebrating other people. Start rejoicing with people, people who rejoice. Start blessing others. Start, start giving. Start, start. The, the moment you feel it, you know what? Let me go bless such and such. Somebody come in here with a new car rather than being envious. You know what, honey? Let me at least pay, pay the first note, fill your gas up, pay a, a, a one month of insurance. Let me do something because I'm trying to break out of a jealous cycle. The implication right here is that jealousy is hidden. It corrupts our motives, thoughts, and actions. Jealousy corrupts our motives, thoughts, and actions. Can I add one? And you. Talking about your body. Proverbs 13, 14, 30, NLT. NLT, Proverbs. Hey, listen. (laughs) You know what? I'm not a jealous person, Crystal. But I'm getting this CD. Ain't going to listen to it. Going to listen to it. A, a peaceful heart. It's right here in scripture. A peaceful heart leads to a healthy body. Jealousy is like cancer. What happens when cancer gets in your bones? So th- that's why Satan don't want you to see it. Because 
You ever heard people say this? People who harbor unforgiveness, it hurts them more than does the person. You know why? Because it affects you. That's why it's not good to hold things because it, it, it's, it will eat you from the inside out. You look healthy now, but inside you are slowly deteriorating. Wow. A peaceful heart. Do y'all see this? Leads to what? So, so that's telling me a person who is at peace, who doesn't allow what other people do offend them. The, oh, great peace have they that love your law and nothing. Oh, wow. And nothing offends them. Who's the, I, I tell you, you want me to tell you who the person at peace is? The person who responds according to what the word says. It, see, we worried about the flesh. Don't worry about your flesh. You, you, you want, if you really worry about your flesh, you'll see it's advantageous for you to forgive because if not, that thing will eat you from the inside out. I could even, it's like jealousy. It, jealousy is like cancer in the bones. It's people right now walking around. They haven't been clinically diagnosed, but from a spiritual standpoint, there's cancer in the bones because of jealousy. Wow. And it's, des- it's, it's just as detriment as a person who's received a crazy report from the, a doctor. Well, how can you say that? I didn't say it. The scripture says it. Jealousy is like cancer in the bones. And people, d- depending, let me say this, how severe it is, you need to start treatment tonight. And if it's spread, you need to go at it in an aggressive manner. Proverbs 14, 30. Did we get that? Okay. So we've already discovered first that jealousy, jealousy has been identified as a spirit, right? Now, I, I just want to throw this is uh, extra credit or this is just extra for your learning. Because, you know, we, say, we hear people say, well, God is a jealous God. But that's not making reference to the type of jealousy that's demonic. Let me show you. Uh, Exodus 20, 4 and 5. Because the scripture says God is a jealous God. But we're talking about two different kinds of jealous. Now, in the word zealous or jealous, it, comes, it has the root word zealous. The same uh, word from which we also get the word zeal or zealous. So when jealousy is applied to God... Or when we use that word applying to God, it's saying he is a jealous God in the sense of he demands worship. All worship is exclusively to him. In other words, his glory, he is not going to share with anyone else. So he's zealous in that sense of the glory that is due to me is for me only. This is not for anybody else. And he, notice right here, he's giving us during the Ten Commandments. What does it say? You shall not make for yourself any carving. What did Israel do? They made a, y'all remember when they made the golden calf? Of any likeness that is in heaven above, uh, let me see. You shall not make for yourself a carved image, any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath or that is uh, in the water under the earth. Next verse. You shall not bow down to them, nor what? Serve them. For I, the Lord, your God, am a jealous God, visiting the, visiting the iniquities upon 
the children of the third and fourth generation who hate me. You hear? I am a... Notice it's important to understand that the word jealous here is used to describe God as uh, uh, being the one who is deserving of worship alone, Crystal. He's not this angry God going around looking to slay folk. It's used in the sense of all glory, all honor, all praise belongs to me. He is not going to share his glory with nobody else. Huh? Who understands that? Now, in God, let me show you this just for Galatians 5, 19 and 20. Galatians. And, and I wanted to share that because people, I don't want you leaving. Oh, God is jealous. That's not a demonic jealousy. That's a zealous, been that, that, that oh, adoration, glory. I'm not going to share it. He's jealous in that sense. If you, that's what he said, make a carving image, I got a problem with that. If you worship, if you worship something other than, more than me, there we got an issue. Now, the works of the flesh are what? See, it, this is a different jealousy. This one here is demonic, <laughs> twisted. The works of the flesh are evident, which are what? Adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, social hatred, condition, jealousy, wrath. What? G- g- let me see the, I think it's the New Living, New Living Translation. Do y'all see that word jealousies? Jealousies? What version did I use? Let me see. Maybe the NLT. Y'all see this? Idolatry, sorcery, what? Hostility, jealousy. Circle that word. Outburst of anger, dissension, division, people who are creating these things, that, that's of the devil. And it's also a sign of the flesh. You're still in the flesh. That fallen nature, that, that part that was, that, that man that was born into sin. Anybody getting this? Let me show you this. Uh, it's, when we use the word jealous, it, on one sense, we're talking about, you know, you got the people who uh, you might be envious because somebody got a new house, new car. The stuff people get jealous of is foolishness to me. Um, somebody bought a, a new pair of shoes uh, or whatever. I don't know. Uh, you got people jealous of people because somebody may be gifted to sing or play music. Listen, man, but, but here's what you got to realize. There's something unique about you. So there's no need to be jealous of anybody else. It's chasing the wind. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to make a donation and support this ministry as we expand the kingdom of God, please visit ShekinahGloryFC.com or download our church app from iTunes App Store or Google Play by searching Shekinah Glory FC and click Give to make your donation.